This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, and always again, and brought to you by poppyapparel.com. If you're a woman and you need some clothes or some accessories or you just got a gift card for something or you got birthday money or something's coming up, bar mitzvah or whatever, or if you're a dude and you want to buy something nice for a woman, go to poppyapparel.com. It's P-O-P-P-Y apparel.com and you can find something nice there for your womenly needs. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D before you check out in the promo box and you'll get 10% off. Free shipping worldwide. And also if you get shipments from other places like Amazon, go to podbros.com, click on their Amazon banner because I am a part of their network. And while you're there too, listen to my show. Help us all out. And obviously you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Follow me, Instagram, Twitter, Fingerstyles. And also the podcast, the podcast DAP, and also email us, the podcast DAP at gmail.com. So let's mosey on down this comedy train that I like to call it because it is the summer of comedy. I've had some comedians on all summer long. Go check out those old episodes. I'm not here to run down the train or name drop, but if you follow me and you listen to the show, you know who I've had on. So this week, without any further ado, and without exception, I have another funny person. He also does stand-up com- uh, comedy, of course. His name is Tom Luciano. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem, no problem. Thanks for coming aboard. And I'm assuming with the last name Luciano, you're Italian? 100% Irish. No, Fuck that's off. right. It's, uh, it's Italian. <laughs> okay, so we might or we might not get along because I'm Portuguese, so we'll see what happens here. You're Portuguese. All right, we'll see how this flies. Okay, perfect. So... What's up? What do you do? Where do you come from? What's your background? What's my background? Man, um, well, I'll start by saying that I'm a a stand-up producer here in uh, New York, New York. Born and raised outside the city. Uh, Went to school down south for a couple years, but I've been living here doing comedy on the grind for seven years now in some regards, in some capacity. So uh, Nice. 
Yeah, it's been it's been a wild ride doing a lot of things. Um, I'm in my office right now. I'm at, at my day job. They don't know I'm doing this. They think I'm actually doing work. So uh, that's a that's a fun part of this interview. That uh, wow. there might be someone. My boss might come in here and ask me to do an expense report, and I'll have to kind of switch into business mode, which I'll you know I can do seamlessly. So uh, yeah, that's the deal. I just got back from vacation. Pretty pumped about that. Feeling fresh, feeling new. Um, but yeah, just grinding, man. So what got you into comedy? What got me into comedy? This is going to sound so dumb. Uh, Perfect. The, the movie Dr. Doolittle. Do you, remember the, do you remember the Eddie Murphy movie? It probably sold yeah. seven tickets. Yeah, I unfortunately was one of those seven tickets probably. It wasn't a great movie. <laughs> nope. But it wasn't. It was, I'll look at, I watched it recently and I was like, that's not – but I remember leaving the theater – with my buddy and his mom, because I think I was like eight. And I said to them, I could make people laugh like that. And they (laughs) were both like, no, you can't. But that didn't stop me. So the movie Dr. Doolittle got me me into comedy. Um, But it's just always something that that I've enjoyed over the years. My dad's a big comedy fan. I remember him playing uh, like Steve Martin growing up, uh, Bill Cosby, uh, rest in peace. I know he's not dead yet, but... (laughs) Well, his career's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's for his career. But yeah, a lot, like uh, just growing up. Oh, that's family, cool. Family's into it, yeah. So as for the performing part, do you enjoy more performing or more producing? What do you like to be, in front of the camera or behind the camera? You know, I, I, enjoy, I enjoy both of it, uh, both sides of it. Um, recently performing, for sure. Um, there's nothing like being on stage and connecting to an audience uh when it, when it goes right there's nothing better so you can't you can't beat that but producing is like a, a cool opportunity to like work with with people and uh you know really make something special so like that side too that's cool well here there's no fun stories about talking about all your performances that you've killed on so you got to tell me something about when you literally shit the bed or something weird in the audience or something that you didn't expect when you first performed any little tidbits you could share Steve, not one performance has ever gone poorly. So I don't know Fuck what you. I don't know what to tell. They've all gone great. Every single one of them, uh, without without exception, just crushing time after time. I mean, I'd love to get into the weird stuff, but like I see, like when you're in my sh- like you know where everything's coming. Like you see things before they happen. Um, that's none of that's true. Obviously, uh, I was just gonna say spoken like a true Italian. Wow. Yeah, real confident. <laughs> And I just made a pizza while I was saying that. So, you know, I'm a real Italian. Uh, one, one that went really poor. I'd say my first tr- time trying to do... Oh, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, the first time I, I tried to do stand-up, it was, it was at a mic here in New York. And uh, I went up like midway through the show, thought I had all my jokes down, memorized, practiced it in front of the mirror, all the stuff that you do when you first <laughs> start out. And... Uh, I had some friends there to watch me and I like literally forgot like half of the, like a minute in Wow! no laughs, no nothing. Cause it's, you know, it's a mic. It's your first time. Wow. And, uh, I think I, I think I ran off the stage. Uh, I think is what happened. And the, the host was like, no man, where, where are you from? What? Come on, come back. Right. And I literally did not do stand up for another year. Um, oh, that was the first time and like, I thought it was going to be the last, but it wasn't. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine cause I've never performed like that in front of people where it's just by myself. Like I've been on sports teams and stuff, so you could hide a bit, but not yeah. so one-on-one where if you fuck up, you got the egg on your face and you either what you did run away or you buck up and go through yeah. it. But I'm, I'm surprised you went back. Cause that for me, that would have been so traumatizing. I'd be like, fuck this, this, this thing for me, I'm just going to write instead. I don't think I called any one of those friends for like months. <laughs> I think I was like, I think I think I earned some street cred over the couple of years that I knew these right. guys and was like, hey, I'm, I've made you guys laugh in person, right? Why don't you check this out? And uh, it didn't oh, work God. at all. Uh, so yeah, I did uh, I did improv for a while. Okay, um, that's cool. That was kind of like my my training wheels into to stand up. Did that for a couple of years, and uh, the corporate world got me for a while, but I uh, made it back. Been doing stand up, you know grinded on there for almost two years like every night of the week for the most part so it's been a fun ride that's pretty cool okay so i was doing some research uh, about you and trying to find some little tidbits and stuff to share now oh you know how hard it is to find the right tom luciano by just googling tom luciano there's a lot of tom lucianos out there we're a proud bunch uh <laughs> I'd like to say that, I, for the record, if you could put this in the promo, this is the number one Tom Luciano uh, in all of Google by oh. no one's estimation other than my own. So tell all the other Tom Lucianos to come and find me. Okay, so I hope, well, I only really found one that was a comedian that had the yeah. same Tom Luciano, okay? So hopefully this is you. If it's not, I apologize and <laughs> you could internet slap me, but I heard or I saw that you do a pretty... All right, Arnold impersonation. Is that you? That's me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cha-ching. Got it. <laughs> wow. That's from uh, that's from a while ago. Yeah, I saw that clip, and I was like, to me, there's nothing better than a person who could impersonate Arnold. I don't know why. It's one of those things that it's like tickling my balls. I always laugh when when it happens. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was like, okay, I, I got to see this because to me, you have a very excellent Arnold. N- not to spoil anything else, but. To me, the best person who can impersonate Arnold is the great Canadian Will Sassel. His Arnold is by far... It, yeah, he's great. He's great at it. Anyways, but yours is just as good. But you were doing it while riding a bicycle in New York City? Yeah, that's right. What the that, f- was, uh, that was a bit me and a buddy put together just like on a lazy Sunday. Uh, and I think I was just going around asking for directions, right? I mean, I'm not going to do it now. I'm not going to do it here. I wouldn't do it for you because that's me being a slut. I'm not a little slutty boy, but uh, you know, you get the idea. Of course. Hey, we love yeah. sluts here on the podcast. So slut away, my friend. Slut yeah, away. Kind of sluts. Lots of sluts in the bath. And the, the sli- sliming. And the, you know, I love them. So. Oh, man. That was class. But you have to do one last slut out. You have to do my personal favorite line from Arnold is... Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're really pimping me out here. I'll do it though. I'll do I'll do <laughs> I gotta get into it. It's like a little bit of momentum. He's thing. like morphing oh, into it. I see Dylan, it. You son of a bitch. Thank you. You got it. That's... My life is complete now. <laughs> yeah. You got what you wanted out of me. That's a that's a deep fine. That was like from four or five years ago, man. I do my research. I like to dig, as they say. Good stuff. And speak well, not speaking of digging, but sort of like digging. You're like an outdoorsman. You went mountain climbing. Oh yeah, yeah. What that's, the f- I was. Uh, Are you an adrenaline junkie? 
I like I like do I'm a, I was always an athlete. I grew okay. up playing baseball, um, so it's kind of like my uh, physical sport now. But uh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I guess you can call me an adrenaline junkie. I do a lot of crazy shit. So was it like a crazy mountain climb, like Mount Everest or something, or was it something like in the states? Uh, well, it was Mount Rainier, which is, uh, fuck is a that? pretty pretty decently sized mountain among okay. the uh, people who gauge the size. It's one of the tallest ones in the United States. Oh, okay. uh, but we were like crevasse, crevasse hopping and like walking across like ladders on crampons and ice axe in our way up. So it was it was no joke. It was it was a good time. So nothing bad or horribly went wrong, or you thought you were going to die or something. <laughs> I mean, not not to me. All the people who I pushed down the mountain. Oh, I mean, they were. I mean, it's, it's sorry to see them go, but it was them or me. Is kind of the way that I look at it. And you know, what happens on the mountain stays on the mountain, Steve. So you know what? That, that is a good way of getting rid of some of your enemies, or as I say, frenemies that think you're yeah. friends. You bring them on a nice mountain trip and just chuck them off the mountain and say, "Hey, he fell off." Like, who's going to know what else happened? Yeah, I mean, this is being recorded, and, like distributed. So, like, I'm not going to say allegedly that that's that's what I do. But there are some comedians who, like, I think are like a little bit better than me. Who I'm like, hey, we should go oh, like mountain climbing, and they're like, oh, that's so nice of you. But they don't know I'm coming for them. So, yeah, it's a good, it's a good little tactic. That's awesome. W- what about acting? Do you want to get into the acting scene as well, or? Are you okay with help? Uh, I mean, I just like writing and telling jokes for the most part. I mean, okay. that's that's hard enough as it is. Uh, I can imagine. If the right thing came along that was like a good fit, that'd be great. But um, yeah, I'm just focused on the, the stand-up stuff right now. Okay, well, this is going to make you and I feel very little because Forbes just came out with their top 10 most wealthiest actors of 2017, I believe. Yeah. So I'm going to bring this up and... Let's see your thoughts if you like these people, if you think they deserve it. But this is worldwide. Yeah. So you could sure. have – and it's not just American, right? So yeah. let's go. Let's start with number 10. To me, this is a big surprise. Uh, Chris Evans comes in at number 10 with $34 million a year. $34 million. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, is that – I think that's me, all Avengers money. I mean, to me, that's as much as I spend on like oh, shit. dry cleaning a week, Steve. So that's like <laughs> nothing to me. Well, it's okay. Like, is that a lot time. of money to you? Because these are rich people. Well, where I, I come, sorry, I make a, I make billions of dollars. Do you know that? <laughs> you didn't do your research on me. Well, that's good to know. Well, sorry, yeah. I, I live. That's, up... that's a lot of money for. Was he, he was in Star Trek, right? <laughs> no. Well, was he? Yeah, he wasn't. That's right. He was in Star Trek, and he also did. Uh, he's in the Avengers. He's Captain America, right? Oh. Uh, Oh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Chris Pine. Oh, Chris Pine. I, I don't think he's on the list. No, I don't think no, he no. made the okay. cut. Okay. Well, that that guy who's in I didn't see any of those movies cuz I don't respect those kind of movies. Period. I don't care if everyone knows that. Captain America not for me. I don't like that stuff. So, he's <laughs> overrated for sure. Okay, number 9. I've never heard of this guy cuz he's from Bollywood and I'm not into the Bollywood scene. Mr. Salman Khan clocking in at 38.5 million. Yeah, I mean, Salman and I are pretty close. Um, we, I mean, we talk, I don't know, two, three times a week. And some, like, he just called me right now. And I was like, hey, yo, I'm on a, like, the podcast. So if you could just pump the brakes, you know, Sol, Sol, Solly. I call him Solly because we're tight. So, Oh, my God. What's the nicest gift he's, he's ever bought in you? Have you ever seen one of those uh, tigers where they, they fuck a lion? 
I think they're called ligers. Only in the movies. Yeah, well, also in my New York studio apartment. So <laughs> Fantastic. It's a nice gift. Yeah, he's a good guy. All right. nothing, bad, nothing bad to say about him. <clears throat> Number eight, which I'm surprised that he's still relevant and making this much, but I guess it's because of his backlog as well and his Netflix deal. We got in Mr. Adam Sandler with $39.5 million. Yeah, uh, I mean, I grew up on Adam Sandler, so, yeah, so I, have, I. I have nothing bad to say uh, about him. Uh, he's probably the foremost thinker in terms of making shampoo battled conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in all of all of comedy so yeah good dude no problems there all right number seven again from the bollywood scene akshay kumar making 40.5 million yeah i mean crazy isn't he, it? him and i go way back as well again. wow i got deep ties to the the bollywood community i mean he doesn't he's not out i don't he's not a giver Let's say this, okay? Oh, like he's so he like fine to hang out. You know those friends who are like he's like kind of on the periphery, like he's like trying <laughs> to make his way in, and it's like me and all the other guys like Sunni, and we're like hanging out. We're like gonna get you know, we're gonna go you know bowling or something, and he always tries to work his way in, and it's it's so awkward. But yeah, I mean, I'm happy for it that he's making some money. So good. All right, number six, another guy I grew up on, especially when he was doing his sitcom Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Will Smith, forty two million. God, that guy. Is a, a beam of sunshine. What a star! If I could be anyone, it'd be him. He's so he seems so happy all the time, huh? I know, but you know what I always say is if they're okay. If someone's angry all the time, you obviously think that they're an angry person. But if someone's happy all the time, there's got to be something wrong with them too. There's something not quite there. Oh yeah, no, I'm with you 100. percent I saw one of these mountaineering guides literally lose his shit this week, and he was like the happiest dude you ever met. Hey, hey, dudes, like just good to see you. Everyone's here. Get right. on the mountain, and he's like. What the fuck? What the? Are you? Are you? And he just went off on this 55-year-old lady, just calling her a slut. He didn't do that, but he might as well have. Well, all right. Number five. Now we're yep. going into the China scene because this man, apparently, he's huge in China still, and he's like their icon for everything. Steven Seagal. <laughs> Close. I think he's buddies with him. At number five, you got Jackie Chan making $45.5 million. Jackie Chan. Yep. Wow. See that, and eh? that's and that's without Chris Tucker. <laughs> exactly. Wow, I didn't think he could support a movie without someone yelling at him <laughs> in a Chris, Chris Tucker voice. <laughs> now, thinking back, is that not one of the most racist movies of all time? Uh, yeah, it's hilariously <laughs> racist on both sides. They're both like cartoon characters. Exactly. Of, that's why it like, works. Def Jam comedy and like uh, I don't know what to say about Jackie Chan. Oh, all right. Then let's move on to number four. Uh, some women consider him a heartthrob, so maybe that's why he's number four and he gets all the women to go watch his Steven movies. Steven Seagal. <laughs> I'm just going to keep des- guessing Steven Seagal. You know what? That <laughs> might work for everything with all my descriptions. He is also part of the uh, Marvel Universe, so you might not like him. Number four, you got Chris Hemsworth making $64.5 million. Now you see a big jump. I'll say this. Great pecs on that guy just a great strong chest uh i respect it i don't know if it's 64 million dollars worth but i yeah i mean good for him well i wonder how much his brother makes and how inferior must his brother feel right now because he's also an actor right yeah they're they're i don't know i just they're like too i couldn't imagine them having any fun whatsoever like if you hung out with them for more than like seven minutes that run out of conversation 
Right, they look like that type of person. I think so. Oh my god! What are you, you going to talk about? Like the chicken that you just cooked? Because I'm sure, like boiled chicken. I don't know what they eat. They're boiled chicken and, and vegan shakes and stuff. Who knows? Yeah, they're beautiful <laughs> hair and get out of here. <laughs> Number three, again from the Marvel universe, but this guy came literally. He had a career, then he got mixed into drugs, and now he has a career again. So it could be Steven Seagal. <laughs> Steven Seagal, yeah. Number three, Robert Downey Jr. making $81 million. $81 million. I mean, that's pretty good for a... It's like an advertisement for someone to do heroin or whatever <laughs> drug he was on. Was it heroin or crack or meth? Was One it, of those. I don't, I don't know. know. What was Whatever his drug of choice was, whatever he came back from, he should be like, hey, if you do crack, you could still get out of it and end up making $81 million. That's all from the Iron Man movies? What other what other movies has he been? He's literally in all the Marvel movies because he makes cameos and stuff, right? You're right. So, That's a good point. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's pulled, he's pulled it uh, back. Usually I hate uh, an underdog story. You know, I'm really just kind of the guy who uh, makes sure the winner wins. But fine, I'll have it. I'll allow it. All right. Number two, who I thought was number one, actually, and yeah. is just killing it. From the WWE to fucking acting to TV to producing. All of these could be Steven Seagal. Keep going. <laughs> he is clocking in at $124 million. Whoa. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne. Man. I, I have nothing bad to say about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I really don't. He's He's got every... I watched Jumanji this year with him, Kevin Hart. I enjoyed and it. And that movie on paper is... Dog shit. It is a bad movie. <laughs> okay. And they carry it, man. The Rock alone. So much charisma. I think Ugh. so. Yeah, it's true. Because I, I, I was going in thinking, oh, this cannot top the original Jumanji. Because, again, I grew up on those type of movies. So, to me, yeah. Robin Williams killed it. And then to do what they did and not really be a remake, but sort of like a side story of the series. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's what every remake or reboot sh- should be like. It should be. Yeah. Different universe entirely. All right, I was going to ask you who you think number one is, but you're probably just going to say Steven Seagal, right? I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme is definitely number one. Well, no, I have no idea. who. If it's not The Rock, it's Kevin Hart? No. No, he's not even on the list, believe it or not. Yeah. I don't know. who. Who's number one? Well, number one used to be a playboy, then finally settled down. I don't know how he made this much. I George guess, Clooney? Yeah. From all his, wow. Probably from all his production companies and stuff like that. Because, yeah, $239 million. That's They're factoring in all of like outside business ventures and stuff like that? Or is it just acting? Oh, because he co-founded something with one of his buddies and then sold he it. He sold a tequila company. For $700 million. That's why he yeah. clocked in at that. Because I guess after you break down all the taxes and splitting it amongst three people, $239 yeah. million, it kind of makes sense, right? That makes sense. That makes sense. You, you're surprised at how much I was up to date on my George Clooney knowledge, but uh, that was what I was boning up on before the, the podcast here. But see, but that's a cop out because I, I think this should be solely on being an actor, not your side ventures. Yeah, I mean, right? if if I was just evaluated on my ability to act versus my side ventures, very different ball game. <laughs> and it's funny that there's not. Well, not funny, but it's just sad that there's not one woman on the list. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, pretty terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Well, do you want to know who the highest female grossing one is, I guess? Steven Seagal. I don't know. who's. The- Finally, you got it right. It is yeah, Steven Seagal. Yeah. 
Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. I saw her in person once. Oh, did you? Okay. And she looked like a porcelain doll. Just you couldn't. You it didn't make any sense. Her skin was perfect, Steve. Perfect See, skin. I don't. I don't get the uh, uh, obsession with her because I find that she looks too fake to look good. Do you, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, she looks too. Like, I don't know, fabricated perfect. or something. Not even perfect, because I don't even think there's a thing as perfect, because yeah. beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? So Yeah, sure. It's all whatever, perception or perception. Perce- hey, I got to grab a charger real quick, because my phone's about to die. This is very unprofessional of me. But... No, this is what the podcast is all about. Mosey on, my friend. Let me, I'll run right back. I'll just keep telling my story about why I don't like Scarlett Johansson, because, yeah, she just looks, I don't know. She doesn't look real. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, whatever. I am what I am. But it's the same thing. Like, um, when Tom comes back, I'll ask him as well. But, like, even on Instagram, you see all these chicks on Instagram, right? And they have these perfect bodies, so-called perfect bodies, like Tom was saying, perfect porcelain shit and all that, right? And then, obviously, they don't look at it like in real life. Fuck that. I want a chick to see to show off her fucking love handles her stretch marks that's when you know a chick is fucking confident not these fucking bullshit filter chicks but anyways i digress that's Sounds just like me. i caught you on the, the right end of a, a long ramble there <laughs> well i was just saying to tighten a I I was interrupting something steve to, like you were, you're getting going you're getting real into it well i do sometimes i go on my rants these guys know on who listen what i'm all about but in a nutshell like all these so-called perfect supermodels on Instagram. Fuck that shit. Give me a chick with love handles, with stretch marks, with fucking creases in her skin. That's a confident yeah. chick. If she's willing to put that up online, you know she's willing to do fucking anything. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I only date girls with eye patches. That's my thing. <laughs> like people are like, oh, you don't want... And I'm like, that's all I need. You know, like the one thing that I'm like oh all about... Is girls that can't oh see out of one eye, like pirates. If you ask me my type, it's like a pirate woman. So I'm with you. So do you like the peg leg too? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> peg leg comes in handy. You know what I'm talking about? I was just gonna say, then, hey, to each yeah. his own, man. If that's what you're into, congratulations. I mean, there's a lot fuck. of things you can do with a peg, Steve. There's a lot of things. It's a tool. It's a prop. It's a gimmick. But whatever gets you going. And uh, for me. It's a peg leg and an eye patch and a parrot. I just want a pirate woman. Oh, my God. Oh, well, this kind of leads into that. Do, do you wear... <laughs> I don't even know what to transition to, but... Yes, if, get out of that one. If you wear contacts or have ever put anything in your eyes, I haven't, so I would assume you would know about this, but I don't know. Sometimes I'm ignorant. But apparently some chick in the UK had a fucking... <laughs> it's, I can't even say it. She found a contact lens in her eye when she went to the doctor that was there for 28 years. And she didn't even know it. There for 28 years? 28 fucking years. I mean, I've had like food in my teeth for like <laughs> weeks and been like, I've eaten it. You know, I've been like, oh, you have that, to. that's a Chipotle bean that I, I think I haven't had Chipotle in weeks. And I'm, I'm surprised. I'm excited. So like, I mean... That, good for her. I'm sure she used. I bet she ate it. That's what. If I was her, I would have eaten it. Uh, do I wear contact? I wear contacts every day, and that has never crossed my mind. Like, like never. Like I, I don't see how that could happen because it's so painful you. when you it, leave it in for like two days. That's what I would assume. Like 
or when you go in and put in another one, you would feel it when you're putting it in or vice versa, right? Because yeah. I assume she still wears glasses because why would she put it in in the first yeah. place? Yeah. So, I thought you did like such good research on me that you were like, <laughs> Tom <laughs> loves talking about putting in contacts. Let's get him in his wheelhouse. Let's get Tom on a topic that he loves. Oh but, my uh, God. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just a stalker. That's what I do. I stalk all my guests like a week before and then I just release it I out. I can't believe you found that video. I'm good. I'm good at what was I do. It on, was it on Girl Bible? Is that where it was? Uh, it's actually on YouTube, believe it or not. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's oh, on okay. YouTube. It was on, it got It got a bunch of coverage on like Bro Bible or Barstool or one of those things. Well, that's pretty cool. I don't know what any of those things are, but sure. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm Canadian, remember. We we live in igloos up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's your equivalent of like the, the hockey channel or something. <laughs> the hockey channel, thanks. <laughs> that's where you get one channel. It's the hockey channel and it's the A channel. The A, yeah, so that's right. Just some guy saying A, 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 A. And then a we boot. got the alternative boot. Yeah, the boot channel yeah, as well. A boot, a boot? What's this all? What's all this a boot? Just a bunch of polite assholes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly it. Oh, well, how's your Tinder game? Strong. Very, Very strong. strong. I hate talking that's about Tinder now because one of my guests actually brought up that she hates when uh, people do bits about Tinder because it's such a cop-out now because everyone's doing it. But yeah. I apologize, Sarah, if you're listening, but... This is not a bit. This is news. So this is a bit different, all right? <laughs> so, again, I've been married for 17 years. So I, I've, I've been with my wife way before this whole era of the Tinders and the swipings and the hooking up stages in life, right? So I missed, up, uh, missed out on all that shit. So I don't really know how this works. But is there a way, possibly, to get a gangbang out of Tinder? I think there are, like, group meets. I think that's like a... I don't, I don't do... Tinder specifically, but I know that there are like group, like swipes that you can do, or like there's like three, like the couples can go on there looking for like other other things. Yeah, I've heard about that. That one I heard, but some woman managed to guess, I guess, fuck the system somehow, and swiped with over a dozen men to meet up with her. Over a dozen. Yeah. So maybe a baker's dozen, just to be on the safe side. <laughs> yeah. And when they all got there, they're all looking at each other like, what the fuck's going on? And then all of a sudden, she comes out of nowhere and is filming everything and just made this into a reality show and it wants them to all compete to earn her right yep. to date her. What I the fuck? I was there. I won it. <laughs> oh, my God. So, you, see? Fuck, man. See, I was there. It was a push-up competition. I don't, you can't tell from this, this FaceTime, but <laughs> I'm in phenomenal shape, Steve. And I'm practicing for this. So, was it worth it? Oh, no, absolutely not. No woman's worth push-ups. Oh, wow. Okay. I guess to each his own. But how fucked up is that, like, honestly? That's pull- crazy. I, I mean, that's that's total, like, uh, catfish. Well, speaking of being a slut, that's a pure attention whore right there, no? Yeah, that's... Uh, or or I, is it I mean, genius? that's this disingenuous. That's lying to a T. You can't do stuff like that and just expect, you know guys to go along with apparently they all went along with it right i read that story well yeah well once they were all there they're like okay i guess we'll we'll just do it if you want and it's like how i'm sorry but how sad and lonely must you be i thought it was like hundreds of dudes maybe it was i I don't know i thought it was a lot and then like 12 stuck around at the end maybe that's what it was fought, fought it out for her love or whatever like i guess they just had time on their hands now it, so, I, I i can't see a picture of her because it doesn't show it just shows the back of her head from the article i got from but 
Can you imagine what this chick must look like, though, for 100 men to show up? That's a good point. Right? That's a very good point. Because no one's doing that for, <laughs> you know, any of the, the eye patch girls that I'm hooking up with. So. Okay, so. <laughs> have you. Are you part of the Mile High Club? How about that? If you want Am to I indulge. part of the Mile High Club? Uh, n- no. Have you attempted to be part of the Mile High Club? <laughs> um, or do you I want mean, to? <laughs> I've, I've had some pretty. Like, you know when you're, like, passing by someone, like, in the aisle where, like, your crotch, like, rubs up against someone's butt? Sure. Like, I will often, like, come during that situation. But I don't think <laughs> oh, that's, wow. Like, but that's, I don't think that's what you're talking about. I haven't tried. No, I mean, maybe, like, a like a, like a hand job. I don't know. I, I don't even think so, Steve. I'd love to say that I'm cool, but I'm not. Okay, well, it's twofold because apparently it's on the rise that men who travel a lot have the habit of masturbating on the plane. But this is very different than the Mile High Club. No, no, no. But I'm going to lead into something else. And it's going to be kind of morbid because I warned you before we started that I might have some morbid news here. And the next piece is going to be... So I'm trying to lighten it up a bit as much as I can. But are you one of those percentile? (laughs) Uh, Have I ever jerked off on a plane? I... I, I wouldn't put it past me. I've been on a lot of planes. Maybe I as a teenager, right? I don't remember right? specifically. Um, the short answer is I don't, I don't think so. I wish I – maybe I should now that you brought it to mind. It's not even something that crossed my mind because it's like – I mean I usually fall asleep like immediately when I get on the plane. Oh, you're one of those. Okay. Because I think like, the, guy, the men who do this, it's probably a release or a relief so then they could chill and relax stress. on the plane. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with going to the washroom and doing it, as long as you're nice and clean. You don't need to leave your substance lying around either. But can you imagine the men who don't even get up and just do it right there and put a, like a fucking pillow or the blanket over? Is that part of this report? This mm-hmm. like investigative report? People are doing it in the seats. Well, I'm leading into the actual story I want to lead into. So I don't want. To, I'm not going to name names because these people don't deserve to be named. But this is pretty sad. Some man is going to jail and was. accused well first he was accused and then he was sought guilty so he's going to jail for fingering a girl on a plane while she was sleeping someone who he did not know with his wife on the same flight while she was sleeping that just seems so stupid (laughs) well twofold it's terrible and it's stupid okay well actually threefold first off because I actually read this one because I wanted to know for sure what was going on because I, I don't want to make light if someone was actually really sexually abused. I don't think she was really sexually abused to the point where she was. I'm sure he tried, but I don't think he inserted because unless she was on some medication or she was slipped something, I can't see a woman not wake up from a man forceful. And she said he put two fingers in her. How like descriptive is that as well? And it's I mean, like... <sighs> I mean, that is... I mean, if he... he's That's like the ultimate pickpocket. if you're able to to pull that off i mean i'm not for it i'm not for it but if if you get to that point where you've slipped two in and she's like reading her magazine still and she's like wait hold on and not to mention no lube factor i don't the what factor the the lube factor just dry heaving it right in there I mean, yeah, this some that's some Oliver Twist shit right there. And that's, I think apparently it was described as he went on for several seconds. Hmm. I mean, I always wonder what David Blaine was up to. You know, <laughs> oh like God. this is this is like the kind of stuff that you know they should 
David Blaine should put on his like you know YouTube channel or something. So here's the fucked up thing. So I don't believe that side of the story, but the most fucked up thing is that this man's wife was on the flight. And his wife was originally sitting beside this woman, and then he asked to switch seats. And then she ended up sitting in the back, something there. But then he pleaded guilty towards it as well. And he was like, yeah, I did it. So, and now he's getting a divorce. He's going to jail, all this, this, and that. And potentially, because if he did it, like, again, uh, this is all allegedly, I don't want to take sides. But I'm leaning more towards that he probably tried to rub something. She woke up and then she took it to the furthest extent because she wanted to see him get really fucked up by going to jail and everything. That's my opinion, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's how many people has he done this to before? You or that. You know what I mean? It doesn't talk like about that, that either. If he's that good, if he is that... That's the other thing. Sneaky. If he's that co-op, like, uh, undercover ops, <laughs> then like he's done this many a time and he's gotten away with it. But this time, he got popped. So yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Serves him right, but yeah, I mean, there's got there's no there's no way that there's not some kind of cooperation or like uh, teaming between those two people, and she just kind of bailed when she got caught, maybe. Or that, or maybe even, or 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 are you implying that the couple was a team and they do this on a regular? Mm, no, no, no. Oh, but I I thought you were saying that the girl, and I don't want to imply this, but no, like, no, of course, it's all allegedly. Alleged, like I mean, it's it's hard to get two in you i don't know i'm not gonna go well there. then again speaking of sluts hey hey, hey grand canyon hey, how, yeah. about it? how about it <laughs> see it's all comes everything sounds better when you're speaking in canadian <laughs> well speaking of song, getting okay? speaking of getting caught now and um speaking of feeling very little this is just purely fucked up how much cafeteria cafeterias in the states make out of schools i don't know if you heard about this story but apparently some cafeteria workers, two old ladies, and their sisters too. So you know they got to be good. They're nuns. So they were, they were suspected of stealing large sums of cash from the cafeteria over five years. Guess how much cash they stole in five years from cafeteria? Uh, how much did Chris Hemsworth make last year? Uh, 42 something million or something. 42 million. That's my guess. Pretty close, but still, it makes me feel very inferior. Half a million dollars over the course of how many years? Five years. That's that in cafeteria money. Thank you. That's what caught my eye. I'm like, hold up. Who cares that they stole the money? What is when this cafeteria was, selling? I've never been to a cafeteria where something didn't cost more than like thirty-seven cents. Right. Like in a school cafeteria, everything's yeah. a lot of things are free. Who's who's throwing around that much cash? I don't know, this this sounds like some jail Orange is the New Black type shit where they're smuggling in stuff and I don't know, maybe some drug money is going and that's probably why they thought they could get away with it. Hmm? Ah, You never know. I mean, I wonder what they're using that money, that nun money, you know, what are they using it for? It's not like they had to be into other shit too. They were were slinging crap. But it was two different schools. So I don't know if that carries any merit or not, but... (laughs) All girls, all guys schools, Catholic schools? No, nah, it doesn't say. It, it just says. Say it says they're high nuns. schools. That's it. All right. High schools, I and mean, it's in Connecticut. So there you go. That's as much as I know. People from Connecticut can't trust them, especially nuns. <laughs> well, they're cracking down now on all this. I, I don't know if you know. As being an Italian, I'm sure you have Catholic ties somewhere. I do. Yeah, yeah. That's a good, good guess. <laughs> I try. Luci- Luciano. Yeah. <laughs> all right. 
I know you're going to have to go soon because you are at work and getting paid for doing something else. So b- before you actually get caught, yeah, I like to end the segments with my guests uh, with a little uh, segment I call Dumb Laws. And I'm changing it up. I usually ask the guest or I find laws, but I'm starting to run out of places with Dumb Laws. Okay. So now I thought of a little game that you might want to play with me here. That sounds sure. creepy, but sure. Um, so I'm going to name three laws or three illegal, like three dumb laws, and you tell me which one is the actual one that's real. Make okay. sense? All right. So we'll have three different categories. I'll go, let's say, American, Canadian, and then international. The last time someone asked me to play a fun game with them, there ended up being a broom up my butt. So uh, let's just keep this one clean, huh? Well, now we know for sure you're into that shit because you mentioned pegging yeah. and now brooming. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's start with Canadian ones. All right. So out of these three, you tell me which is the actual real illegal law. Which one's real? All right. Okay. So in Vancouver, it is illegal to watch pornography while having sex. Okay. All right. In Whitehorse, which is like by the North Pole somewhere, really up north in northern Canada, it is illegal to eat a polar bear. Okay. And then in Toronto, it is illegal to paint a ladder. Which one is actually illegal? Which one's actually, it's got to be the polar bear. No, that is legal. You can eat a polar bear. In the north because there's not enough meat up there, so they have to sustain themselves. Okay, then the ladder one. It's got to be the ladder. It actually is the ladder. You can't paint a ladder? Not in Toronto, no. What the... F- what is that? <laughs> what? Who's making up these laws? Well, hence the title, Dumb Laws. <laughs> What's the point of that? Well, I think it's because someone... Okay, th- there's always a root story of someone being stupid with the law, so that's why it happened. So I'm thinking someone just freshly painted a ladder, tried to climb up it, slipped it, sued somebody, and then they put this law into oh. effect. When you said paint a ladder, I thought you meant like paint it on like a canvas. Oh, no. Just paint an actual ladder paint itself. The, the physical ladder itself. Yes. That makes more sense. I get that. Yeah. yeah, I get that one. That makes more sense. But okay, I lost is what you're trying to tell me. All right, you're all for one. You could redeem yourself. There's two more categories. Let's There's see two if you more. Can... All right, let's keep going. Let's go with international here. All right, all right. go international. In Australia, it is illegal to dress up as Batman and Robin. In, <laughs> no. Like, in, okay. You think these are dumb? Don't worry, they got worse. In Brazil, it is illegal to have sex with a condom when penetrating more than one partner. Okay. In France, it is illegal to take a selfie while eating a pastry at a cafe. Oh, wow. I mean, it's got to be one of the last two. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this number two, the condom one. <sighs> You're wrong again. What? <laughs> oh my god, this is embarrassing. My podcast, the podcast debut, I'm over. So it's got to be the third one then, the pastry. Nope, it's Batman and Robin. That is garbage. That's such garbage. Next question. I don't want to even talk about this anymore. All right, let's see. Okay, now this is if you get this wrong, it's all four. That's it. You're done. You you get shut out, my friend. Yeah, I'll never be invited back. <laughs> all right, these are American, so maybe you'll have more knowledge of these. All right. Okay. In Georgia, it is illegal to walk down the street while wearing only one shoe. In Tennessee, it is yeah. illegal 
to share your Netflix password with someone else. In New York, it is illegal to sell cold soft drinks at a liquor store. Sell cold soft drinks? I think it's that last one. No, no, it can't be. It's not. Don't, don't. I'm not done. I'm not done. The first one was the shoe in Georgia. That sounds like some racist bullshit. That makes sense. That I think it's that first one. The first one, the Netflix password, or no, no, the, the Georgia. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. You went all four, my friend. Oh my god! What what was it? It's the Tennessee. You're not allowed to share Netflix passwords or actually any passwords to deal with any sort of accounts. Really? Yeah. Well. If there's anything we've learned, Steve, about me is that I'm an idiot and an asshole. So if there's a way that you want to leave your listeners with something, it's that. that Tom Luciano, professional asshole. Oh. Just can't get anything right. Oh, my God. That's, that's classic. I, I love that. Maybe that, that'll be the promo for this week. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. Oh, my God. All right. You got anything to plug? Anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to share? Any more Steven Seagal uh, ramblings? I got, I got my own uh, podcast and Instagram account. Uh, oh. oh, good point. You could find us on Instagram. Uh, I friended uh, you today and the Tom Luciano on Instagram, uh, Twitter. You can find all show dates and stuff there. So thanks for having me, man. No, I appreciate it. Thank you. And of course, no, you are welcome back. You are a funny dude. You're a cool dude. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming aboard. All right. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Happy to be back anytime. Thanks, Tom. Till next time, All my right. friend. Take it Take easy. Take care. Later. See ya. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Monsieur Tom Luciano. What a buzz this guy is. See, that's a character. These are the type of guests I like to have on. The guys who could carry their own, joke around, fuck around, have some fun. You know what I mean? Just a couple of guys shooting the shit about stuff, but... It is what it is. All right, let's jump right into the story of the week. Well, actually, first off, before the story of the week, if anyone follows me on Instagram, cheap plug right now, follow me on Instagram, Finger Styles. I'm going to try and post more shit of what's going on around the city because I tend to go out, but I'm just lazy and I don't like to post anything. I'm not one of those guys that, oh, look at me, look at me. So now I try and post stuff of making fun of shit so then people aren't like, oh, look at Steve, look at Steve. If that makes sense. Anyways, um, so this past weekend, I had the pleasure or the unpleasure. But now looking back, probably pleasure because I enjoyed it more than NXT. If you haven't checked it out, go back, check out my bonus episode that I dropped earlier in the week featuring the Gato 5 guys as I recap SummerSlam weekend, including NXT TakeOver and the actual SummerSlam event itself. So go check that out. Always loved having the Gato 5 guys on. Shout out to them. And go check out their show, obviously, on iTunes and Spotify, because that's where they're promoting it, and fucking cunts. So, I had the pleasure of going to a 90s concert slash outdoor event called Burgerfest. Sounds good, right? Well, again, I'm not into food. I don't give a fuck. Now, if it was Pizza and Poutine Fest, maybe. I already went to Poutine Fest this year, so I was good with that. And I missed Pizza Fest, because it was the week before that, so I'm whatever but burger fest no i'm good i don't need i don't need red meat i like brown meat so we're there everything's cool dj comes out 90s music pretty cool you know but again not 90s hip-hop which i thought okay maybe they'll at least play some 90s hip-hop some 2000 stuff 
it was all the it wasn't all fun 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 no and that that one was horrible but anyways freestyle euro dance house type music i don't mind listening to it for a few minutes or so or even a couple hours but the whole night towards the end as you guys could tell i was fed up where i couldn't even enjoy the main act the real mccoy because all i was doing was fucking making fun of him so anyways we get there it's cool grab our burgers it's cool there's drinks as well cool everything's good it's outside now a few days before here's where i start complaining a little bit and then i'll get into my story so a few days before we went to this so-called burger fest which was put together last minute there was the downpouring rain torrential rain whatever you want to call it floods rains whatever so we're on the grounds of all just muddy surfaces right and they also had like a little fair there too on top of it with rides i would not go on that shit fuck you who knows how stable the ground is anyways so it's either you had patches of fucking quicksand which you put your foot in and it feels like you're going to sink down because it's all wet and moist still and then you have other patches that are so hard because the sun's been hitting it and it's been molded towards the tracks of the vehicles that brought in all the vendors and the stage and all that shit right i couldn't stand man there was fucking crivets here crivets there so i was in fucking pain so another thing to add to the list of why i didn't enjoy myself so anyways fucking joey comes out if anyone from the toronto area knows who joey is you know joey i'm not gonna bother but he comes out does his little thing leaves and then a big lull there was no performances there was nothing it was just a dj playing fucking club tracks which i guess is all right but you know what i mean like i said there was no hip-hop so i got sick of it quick so then finally someone's like oh we got our next performance coming out i'm sorry I don't mean to be rude, but I don't even remember the chick's name who came out. Supposedly, she's something huge because she's on the radio and stuff. But she came out and she did Euro dance music type shit. And I don't know any of her songs and I didn't care. So then that ended. So then we're waiting, we're waiting. And then why everyone went was because of the 90s group, The Real McCoy. If you don't know them, Google them, The Real McCoy. You'll see what they're all about. Play a couple of their songs. You'll know them. It's i'm sure somewhere in your lifetime you've heard the real mccoy somewhere anyways and they're german shout out to all my german fucking listeners out there because i probably have more german listeners than canadian now and shout out to my netherlands listeners shout out to you the dutchman the flying dutch so we're waiting we're waiting then they're like okay they're gonna come out they're gonna come out they're here they're here they're here well if they're here why can't they come out and start performing? Because in Toronto, we have a law where you can't make noise after, I don't know if it's 11 or 12 on the weekends, if it's an outdoor event. So we're looking, okay, we're running out of time here. What are they going to do? Just play two songs? Is this going to be fucking Lauren Hill all over again? So then the MC of the night comes out and he starts saying that, oh, I've seen this guy perform before, blah, blah, blah. And again, I don't know this guy's name. I thought it was going to be some kind of dancer. And he introduces him as like the devil king or something. I can't even fucking remember. Whatever. He should have been checking out my Instagram feed or my stories. So this guy comes out with like a fucking stick on fire. I don't even know how. Like, you know the shit in Indiana Jones where you dip the end in the fucking oil and then you set it on fire? I can't remember. There's an actual name, whatever. You know. It's not in my mind right now. You guys know how it is. So... 
he's walking around with a stick doing like little flamey things. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to spit fire. Fucking cool. Then the music hits. I don't know what the fuck this was. Is about the devil coming and wor- worshiping the devil and dancing. And this guy was, okay, to picture what this guy looked like. He was a huge dude. He was painted all silver, muscular frame dude, pretty tall, had a headdress on from like the the Aboriginal native people, but like way overboard, like huge, with like a little devil with shiny red eyes in the center of it. And then he was wearing sort of like, you know, when you see like the typical African tribes in movies and shit where they're wearing the, the, the grass skirt and stuff to cover their private parts. Well, that's what he was wearing. Some makeshift moccasins of some sort or something. And then he had like these Infinity Ward gloves on or whatever the fuck it is from Avengers. And there was lights coming out of that. Then he drops the fucking fire stick and someone comes and grabs it and puts it out. I'm like, what the fuck? The one thing I was looking forward to, this guy spewing fire and being a fucking dragon, he's not going to do. Just starts dancing. Dancing and lip syncing. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what I come here to see? Some fucking dude in silver that looks fucking crazy saying to worship the devil and putting fucking lights on you. Okay, if you're a wrestling fan, you'll understand this analogy if you're not too bad. You know fucking evil from uh, fucking Los Los Ingobernables de Japón? What he comes out with, like, you know, that, those green fucking lights? That, that's what he was spraying on us and dancing and whatever. Then Real McCoy came out. And I, I don't know what the fuck that was all about. But anyways, then finally Real McCoy came out. Dude. Wow. This is going to go two ways. First off, the guy who supposedly raps. Wow. Bro. I don't know why you even come on these tours. Or why you even rap. I think it should be... And he's the one who should, you know, when people say you shouldn't lip sync when you go on tour and stuff, because people want to see the real, the real McCoy, no pun intended. This guy should have lip synced. He was tone deaf. He was off. He was slow. His voice was crackly. Now, on the other hand, the chick, oh my God. Oh my God. I think she even sounds better live than she does on the actual fucking album. This chick was fucking belting it out of the fucking wherever we were. But parking lot, I guess that's what it was. But she was fucking awesome. She couldn't move or dance or anything because, you know, she's getting up there in age. But vocally-wise, dead on. Dead fucking on. So, yeah, it was half decent. They did their hits. Then, as Pedro liked like to uh, tell me afterwards, is that I was filming one of the stories. And then, I guess, the McCoy of the real McCoy. I don't even know their names, whatever. The rapper. I was filming the chick singing. And then, all of a sudden, this dude comes from behind and almost tries to grab my dick. Okay, I know Germans are out there and, you know, they swing both ways and don't care. And I kind of stood out because I was pretty, I was pretty tall, like I shrunk. I was one of the tallest people there and then I had my shaved head, my fucking crazy fucking vagina face kicking. So maybe he was staring at me from the stage and I was this type, I don't know, whatever. But he comes around, starts pointing at me and telling me to go down, go down. I'm like, whoa, now he really wants me. Here we go. Should I go for some real McCoy dick? (laughs) No, I wasn't thinking that. I'm like, come on, buddy, leave me alone, whatever. I'm just filming this for Instagram, leave me alone. But he's like, no, I'll go down, I'll go down. And I'm like, okay, this guy's not going to bother me. So I went down. He made me go down in a circle with a bunch of strangers to try and dance to the real McCoy. I feel so, like, even now I got, like, I feel <clears throat> repulsed. I need to go shower. I feel so degraded by doing that with him. But anyways, it was fun. As much as I harped upon the whole time, it was fun. We were there for our friend's birthday, so... 
shout out to her shout out to everybody that was there good times and then looking back i wouldn't have had a better time watching nxt because these guys know what i felt about nxt takeover anyways story of the week quickly i'll end it off on that let everyone go back to doing what they're doing or to go listen to other funnier podcasts other than mine but <clears throat> okay so just recently celebrated like i tell people i've been married for 17 years because i've been living with my wife for, for 17 years little background story i don't know if i've told this before but whatever deal with it and if i did it was so far at the beginning that you probably don't remember anyway so good so i usually tell people i've been with i'm married for 17 years well i've been living with my wife for 17 years and we just made our 12th or 13th i believe it's 12th our 12th year anniversary recently actual we real wedding day yes it took me five years to put a ring on it i try and make sure peeps you see i try and make sure i'm picky with fucking everything anyways so she wanted to surprise me because we have this agreement now because we've been together for so long okay honestly hold up it's been a while Ooh, that one didn't sound right anyways so we have this agreement for a few years now where we don't buy gifts for each other anymore that's it if we want something if we like it okay i'm gonna go buy this for so and so i'm gonna buy this and that's it you know what i mean we're old enough we don't have kids we don't care we but we try and do like little things you know what i mean we don't go out and spend money and stuff but my wife wanted to be nice to me this year so she decided and this she got catfished no she didn't want to get me a fucking woman and have a threesome nice try but she tried to be nice because she knows my favorite hockey player of all time is Mary Lemieux and she knows I used to collect hockey cards back in the day so now you can see where the story is leading to so she went online on one of these chat groups or whatever where you buy stuff off people and you meet them at third uh, third party places and like that no one knows where you live or whatever whatever you know it's safe I still don't trust it so I go with my wife every time just in case it's a girl saying it's a dude because it actually happened once my wife was buying women's clothing and she thought she was talking with a woman the whole time and some dude showed up Luckily, I was there because who knows what would have happened, but I digress. Let's go back to this. So she goes and she tried to trick me. She's like, oh, I'm going to buy a a, a shirt. And I'm like, okay, whatever, because she buys stuff all the time from these type of people. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Now she was trying to surprise me in buying me what she thought was a Mario Lemieux Lemieux rookie card along with two other cards. I think his comeback card when he came back from cancer and led the league in scoring and some other card i can't remember what it was so three cards i turn to her i go oh my god it's a mary lemieux looky holy fuck i can't say mary lemieux and then speak properly without stuttering fucking lemieux anyways oh you got me a mary lemieux rookie card why the fuck did you spend all this money for why'd you do this because here i'm thinking that it's maybe a hundred or a couple hundred bucks or at least 50 bucks you know what i mean the least it's like what are you talking about it cost me fifteen dollars. That's why I asked you for change earlier. I was like, "Are you kidding me? You got a Mary Lemieux rookie card for fifteen dollars?" I'm like, already in my head, wheels are in motion. I'm selling this right now and taking my profits and running. And then I look, I turn it around. It's not a Mary Lemieux rookie card. It was in a, a case that said "fucking rookie card" on it. So she got catfished into thinking she was buying a Mary Lemieux rookie card and doing something nice for me. And obviously i wasn't upset at her i was pissed at the because this chick sent her husband 
or significant other to come and drop off the hockey cards. So now I'm thinking this dude is a fucking snake because his wife probably doesn't know any better. So this dude is a snake and implied it was a fucking rookie card to get people like my wife who don't know any better to buy this. I was like, fuck you. You fucking contact her right now and you tell her you ripped us off. You gave us fucking, this is, if you were a company, I could sue you for fucking false advertisement. Who the fuck puts it in a case that says rookie card? You know what the fucking bitch said? Oh, you never asked if it was a rookie card. Wow. You never asked if it was a fucking rookie card. So I'm going to go, okay, this doesn't imply anymore, but you guys know my analogies are all fucked up. So back in the day, if I also go to Blockbuster and I saw fucking titties and I saw fucking a porn in the, even though they didn't have them, but okay, I went, I went to a mom and pops and there was a porn right there amongst the comedy section just because someone decided to be funny. I go grab the porn. I know it's porn. There's fucking tits and dicks on the fucking cover. How am I not supposed to know it's porn? I go check it out. And then after I come back and say, hey, you didn't tell me this was porn. I don't know. Luckily, she said, okay, no problem. I'll tell my husband to meet you back there and he'll give you back your money. My wife went. I stood there. Dude didn't say shit. Took the cards. Gave us the money back. Said thank you and left. Of course he's guilty. What the fuck are you trying to rip off fucking women for? Fucking scumbag. And again, no one apologized. No nothing. No sorry. No, like I felt like telling her, like, listen, bitch, take all that fucking sleeve because you're going to fucking fuck over. So no wonder. And there were, th- and now I know. Those three cards don't even cost $15. Those three cards probably cost five cents each. They're probably like those random cards you get. Like, you know how sometimes they have like, oh, the all-star card or this or that card or a fucking OPG card from, fuck you, man. Eat a fucking dick trying to rip fucking people off. Anyways, so hopefully you enjoyed another episode of The Podcast with myself and Tom Luciano this week. Next week, I will have another, another guest hopefully in studio we'll see what strings i could pull for next week and uh, we'll end off the summer of comedy with a bang with my in-studio stand-up comedian slash whatever else he or she does on the side but stay tuned for that and in the meantime like i said go check out the bonus episode and go check out all the previous episodes with all the other com- uh, comedies not with all the other stand-up comedians on don't worry, I'll run down the list on an episode from now on just so you guys, because I know I'm guilty of that. I, I don't really put featuring the comic's name or featuring the guest's name. But again, read the episode description. It's all in there, peeps. And while you're reading it, rate, review, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever you want. Give me five stars. Give me a good review. All that matters. You guys think it's so little that it probably, oh, me, my only thing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. One fucking vote one fucking review one five-star rating means the world to us podcasters you have no fucking idea and it's free so obviously the usual suspects itunes tune in stitcher soundcloud go to podbros.com listen to my show there and while you're there click on the amazon banner if you do shopping on amazon and you do it the legally way instead of trying to rip fucking people off and uh, it's no cost to you and it helps out the podbros network and obviously if you want to help me out go to poppyapparel.com and buy yourself something nice. Summer's coming to an end, so I'm sure they have their fall lineup already up, and who knows, maybe even fucking winter lineup for all I know. But anyways, go there, use promo code Podcast with a capital D, you'll get 10% off your next shipment. It's free shipping worldwide. Listen to my show on EMZT Radio, and if you're listening to this on EMZT Radio, then you know that you didn't get to listen to the bonus episode, so go on a local pod catcher or pod subscriber, whatever the fuck they're called, 
and subscribe, listen to all the bonus episodes there because uh, I'm up to number 10 now, so you've missed a few. And also all the previous episodes. If you're just listening for the first time, you could catch me there. But EMZT Radio, every Sunday, shout out to them. They do a good job. Thank you. They always promote my shit. I appreciate it. And uh, that's about it for this week. Oh, the usual follow me, Instagram, Twitter, Finger Styles. The podcast, you can follow on Twitter, the podcast app. And also you could email us at the podcast at gmail.com. He's Tom. I'm Steve. Not Steven Seagal, just Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.